Good morning. Happy Monday. So last week, we went ahead and discussed the book of Revelations, chapter 9. And as promised, we're going to discuss chapter 10, which has to do with the angel and the little scroll. So I will begin. And basically, I'm going to begin with uh, verses 1 through 6, and it reads like this. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. His face was like the sun, and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll, which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land, and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke. And when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write, but I heard a voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders have said and do not write it down. Then the angel and I had seen standing, sorry, then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven. And he swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it, and the sea and all that is in it, and said, there will be no more delay. Now, the purpose of this mighty angel is obviously very, very clear. To announce the final judgments on the earth, his right foot on the sea and left foot on the land indicate that his words deal with all creation, not just a limited part as did the seal and trumpet judgments. The, seven tr the seventh trumpet will usher in the seven bold judgments, which will bring an end to the present world. When this universal judgment comes, God's truth will prevail. And we see two scrolls in Revelation, okay? Two scrolls in Revelation. The first contains a revelation of judgment against evil. The, the contents of the second little scroll are not indicated, okay? But it also contains a revelation of judgment, This powerful angel conveyed his high rank and his authority from God by straddling the land and the sea. His huge size contrasts with the smallness of God's enemies. When things are going bad in your life, remember that this angel represents the kind of power that is on your side. God's angelic forces are with you. Keep your problems in their proper perspective by remembering that God's power is available to you to deal with your problems. Now, throughout history, people have wanted to know what would happen in the future, and God reveals some of it in this book. Clearly, that is why the book is called Revelation. It's to reveal. But John was stopped from revealing certain parts of his version. I'm sorry, his vision. An angel also told the prophet Daniel that some visions he saw were not to be revealed yet to everyone. And that's found in Daniel chapter 12, verse 9. And Jesus told his disciples 
that the time of the end is known by no one but God. And that's also found in Mark 13:32 through 33. God has revealed all we need to know to live for him now. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. God has revealed all we need to know to live for him now. In our desire to be ready for the end, we must not place more emphasis on speculation about the last days than on living for God while we wait. Now I'm going to go on to verse 7. But in the days when the seventh angel is about to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his servants, the prophets. Now, by saying that the mystery of God will be accomplished, John was pointing to God's removal of all evil and the final exaltation of Christ's Lord. The, this pronouncement, uh, pronouncement would bring fear to God's enemies. For God's chosen ones, however, it would bring hope and peace. Now, do you really long for Christ's return? I mean, do you long for God and his people to be vindicated? I'm pretty sure we all do. Believers ought to pray for God's justice to be carried out as his plan fulfilled. We should want Christ to come because of the triumphs of his kingdom. Not because things are bad or because we want out of our struggles. Pray expectantly for the fulfillment of God's plan in your life on a daily basis. Now, moving on to uh, the last two verses in chapter 10, which say, So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, Take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth, but when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Now, the prophet Ezekiel also had a vision in which he was told to eat a scroll filled with judgments against the nation of Israel. And you could read that in Ezekiel 3.1. The taste was sweet in his mouth, but the scroll's contents brought destruction. So, just like the scroll, John was told to eat. Okay, God's word is sweet to us as believers because it brings encouragement but it sours our stomach because of the coming judgment we must pronounce on unbelievers and witnessing to people and telling people about the good news and living a life that shows how good God has been to you was never stated in this book that it would be it would be easy. I've had my fallouts. I've fallen and gotten myself back up. I've fallen and dusted myself back up. I mean, there are times that I have backslid. There are times that I have asked, you know, asked God why? Why would you not allow this to happen to me? It's not easy. However, there is nothing better than dusting yourself off and getting up and looking forward to another day that you can be a witness to someone's life which is why I go ahead and explain this book and I do these podcasts because I don't know who it is I'm talking to out there. I don't know who, who's listening, but there is encouragement in everything that I am saying. And it's not somebody just who's talking to talk. It's somebody who's been through and has seen God's miracle in my own life and things that he has prophesized over my life that have come to pass and others that I've been warned about that have come to pass and I have come to realize that God is an amazing God there is nothing better than living for him there is nothing that you can do to 
supersede the blessings that you receive from being an obedient child. So I encourage you to, you know, reach out to your local churches, reach out to ministers, pastors. If you're confused, if you don't know what to do, reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to pray for you and, and explain deeper the word of God. I have been blessed with wisdom. I've been blessed with a lot of gifts from the Holy Spirit, and I am ready to share it with the world because that's what we're here to do at the end of the day, share it with the world. Okay, so don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to, you know, hey, call me out on whatever you feel may be incorrect. Maybe I could, you know, explain it to you. We could see eye to eye, or maybe you might just, you know, teach me something. I mean, we're here to learn on a daily basis. So God bless you guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And next week we'll be hitting on chapter 11 and it speaks on the two witnesses. God bless.